you dangerous, makes you unpredictable. That's the best thing you can be right now. Something got to 500 miles from here. You better get moving. We? Can you keep up? I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse. I have to be honest about something. Please be be open, be free. I fell asleep during this one. Sure did. I remember that. Had to pause and regroup. If that doesn't tell you what you need to know, I don't know what, what would. Because quite frankly, I can't think of another time that's happened for any movie that we've covered on this podcast, which has been going on for two years. I also have a lot of questions, and I'm not sure if they're related Let's, or let's do a not. Q&A in which I have none of... You have all the Qs and I have none of the As. We have a lot of Qs about this film, Ghost Rider. Yes. <laughs> yes Number one do. Q, Eva Mendez. What was going on for you during this? She getting that money. And that was it. She getting that money. Didn't feel like we got top tier Eva. Not even close to top tier. This was like C tier. I was upset because I was I was most looking forward to her being in it. She was she should have been the silver lining of this movie along with Sam Elliott, but instead she was phoning it in. I mean, it, I get international it. phone call phoning it in. <laughs> Is that a reference? No, I'm just, oh. I'm just <laughs> I not like, at all. Was I asleep for that one? <laughs> Uh, good. That's, that's the real joke here is that I could remember anything that you missed because this, it exited my mind just as fast as it entered at the speed of a flaming motorcycle. My main question though, is kind of the crux of the whole thing. What is the contract of San Diego or whatever it's called? Uh, Let's see. What is, whose contract is it? So, my understanding, based on someone who's about to go back and check the Wikipedia article, is that Sam Elliott was an old school ghostwriter. Who but was, we don't find that out till the end. That was the that was the reveal. Who was supposed to like do this assignment from This is like the assignment is like look them in the eyes and tell them that they're like not redeemed or basically, whatever. yeah, but like supposed to carry out that on like, like a collecting souls, or yeah, and like bring them back to him to the to to Big D, the devil, yeah. And I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah. So 
Sand, so he sends, Mephistopheles has sent the ghost rider. When you say S- Mephistopheles. Satan, the devil, that guy. Okay. Um, he sent Sam Elliott, ghost rider, to retrieve this contract, which is like, you know, it's like a, like a contract, like a contract kill. Why does an entire town have a contract? Because like, my understanding is that like, this dude just gets anybody. Why, why is there a special contract, I guess? And who who made the contract? Well, the contract is like, I think that's basically like once you are in um, the devil's pocket, once you've sold your soul, like anything that he asks you to do, that's my understanding. It's like, that's the contract. Right. The ghostwriter contract. But like, that's like, it's like a subcontract to that. Like, okay, ghostwriter, go get me the souls of the 1,000 people. I don't know why... It's but like, did that town. town have a contract with the devil? Did those individuals have contracts with the devil? You're getting too much into it. I have no idea. But th- this is what I mean. They keep referring it to as the San Diego or whatever the town is called. Venganza, San Venganza, San Venganza contract, but not like a ghostwriter contract. So the contract itself is like the scroll. It holds the power of all of the townspeople of San Venganza. And yes, the entire population of that town sold their souls to the devil. Uh, but so not as ghost riders, just like different. Your classic Eve in the Garden. That's my understanding. Contracts. Of it, yeah. Yeah. Your run of the mill Apple contracts. Yes. And are we all getting these we, references? <laughs> we are. We are. So Carter Slade, Sam Elliott, was like, if you get a thousand souls through this contract, you're going to, like, take over the world, basically. So he was like, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not going to do your job this time. And that was that So was then that. what happened to all those souls? They just died normal? I guess. I guess. They seem like they were, like, held. Yeah. Like, they're, like, yeah, they're... In, in the some, contract, probably. Honestly, probably, yes. Most likely, yes. Okay, so then, yeah, I got some more follow-up cues. Now that that's resolved, that's very helpful. Okay. Thank you. I feel like I need to rewatch the movie. No, no, you can do that on your own time. I don't want to watch this again. Okay. So why is it bad if the devil takes these souls into the underworld? Isn't that what we want to get him out of here? The more souls he has, the more powerful he is. And getting that many souls at the same time is bad news bears. Like he would have like extra power. He would basically like, my understanding, again, from looking at the fandom wiki, is that if he is allowed to capture all the souls of the people of San Venganza, um, he, Mephisto, Mephistopheles, could become, like, all-powerful. Like, he's, like, still, like, a little bit, like, kneecapped, I guess, where he's, like, he, like, can obviously do some, like, crazy shit, but he's not, like, a god. And if he had those souls, then he could, like, become... Godlike. I feel like he's making deals every day. Why does he need those? Okay, that feels uh, weak because he's he's Big D. He's the devil. I'm worried that you're looking for some answers that this movie just doesn't have. Okay, let's, let's continue. Next question, and to me, the most underdeveloped plot of this entire film. That's saying something. His son. Question mark? Is that a is that a metaphor? Blackheart. Also, so with that, so one is that supposed to be a metaphor? That's his son, 
And then two, what's the deal there? Why didn't they tell us that story? Or was that when I was asleep? I don't think they ever really went into a lot of information like, on it. Like, why aren't they getting along? Why didn't he, why did he want to become a ghost rider? But also, is he human? So many questions. I'm honestly not sure. He's like, an element. Yeah, he, he's an element and he has his element friends. But I don't. I don't know. I don't understand what's happening there. I think... Really underdeveloped, right? Oh, like why? Whole... Why couldn't he just be his own, like, adversary to Big D? Like, why did he need to be also a son? Why did we have to have daddy issues on top I of don't, it? I don't know. Nick Cage was already dealing with daddy issues. <sighs> I mean, honestly, the whole... What is the guy's name? Which one? The devil? Mephistopheles. Mes- Mephistopheles is like a big deal in the first like, I don't know, hour of the movie. And then he just disappears. He doesn't have any like, it doesn't even feel like he cares about the outcome. And then when he's like mad at the end, I'm like, why are you mad? <laughs> you weren't even here. You don't so, even care. The ending was so stupid. I guess it was just because like. The only reason why he cares or why he's mad, I guess he's just like, well, it's like same old shit, same old shit. Like, yeah, it was a mess, but like you did your job. So like, guess I'll take that power back now. But I guess he's not powerful enough to just like take it by force. Right. Like you gave it to him. It's your contract. Which seems, seems a bit silly. Like. And then Sam was like, Sam Elliott, this is another question. I'm at the end, obviously, of the movie. We can go back, but. He's like, I can only turn one more time into the Ghost Rider. Okay, wait, wait, let me back up. <laughs> they are leaving together when he reveals that he's also to, a Ghost Rider. To go to San Vincenzo. And the one, Nick Cage is like, can you keep up with me? And Sam's like, no, can you keep up with me? And they have this whole tit for tat, like, we're going to go, we're going to do this together. We're going to ride into the night together. We have to go 400 miles one guy on a horse, one guy on a motorcycle going the same speed. <laughs> it's either a really and fast horse or a really And then they get slower. like, I don't know, three quarters of the way there and then they just stop. And then Sam's like, after he made this big deal about like, I'm going with you, like I'm with you for one last ride. He's like, my, my ride was to this point. I'm done now. Oh, I also turned back into Sam Elliott. So I can't turn again because that was it. I only had one more. I only had one left. Yeah, he like died. He like disappeared after that. Why did he stop there? Why didn't he? Why didn't he go all the way? He thought or not at it. all. He thought about it and he was like, actually, you know. I mean, what? it's a this long like fucking a ride. There's a lot to think about on the way. It's true. I was just the most perplexed by that. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, that was really that was really dumb. That was really dumb. Um, I'm this whole movie. I mean, my main question for you is something that I didn't even realize until we were had finished the movie and the credits were rolling, and I was like, "Why do I recognize the name of the director of 2007's Ghost Rider, a movie that I've never seen?" Oh, I know why. Because the last movie he directed before this was fucking Daredevil. The movie Daredevil. Yes. Incredible. How did he get another job doing another superhero movie? Get this man another movie. 
Redemption number three. I just, I, people talk about failing upwards all the time, and this guy's, you know, far from the only one in this field to do it. But, like, are you kidding me? Is he a Nepo baby? Bebe. I don't think so. I think he's just a guy, and I think it is just absurd. That but did this movie apart, do badly at the time? I feel like a lot of people saw this movie in theaters. It made money. It made money. But, like, it was critically annihilated, just like Daredevil was. Um, oh, general question also. Forgot about this one. This is kind of an overarching. Who were we rooting for? Who is bad and who is good in this movie? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that Satan and Satan's son are probably the villains. Yeah, but they're like opposite. It's like, well, wait, who are we kind of rooting for? Obviously, you know, Nick Cage. They're, I guess. Satan, <laughs> Mephisto, Satan, whatever, and his son are like in a in a feelings fight. But they're like trying to do the same thing. But But not together. No, I think they're like... I my head cannon maybe I probably he's missed like second daddy I got the I think, powers. I think now. Blackheart was like, well, you're too much of a bitch to go get it yourself. So like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna bring my friends with me, and we're gonna kill a bunch of bikers. Um, yeah, but like at the same time, sure, I get the question. We're not exactly like following a really strong hero here. In fact, we we are a full hour into the movie before we even know who our protagonist is. Right, like. Also, why is Sam Elliott the caretaker? Like, the devil's like, this guy I don't trust because he didn't deliver. He's the reason we're in this mess. Um, is now in charge of taking care of my new ghost rider. Wait, was he, like, appointed to that? Yes. Really? Because I thought one, how else did Nick Cage end up there? He was like led there, and then two, they refer to him as the caretaker. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and it's like sacred ground; like the devil can't go there. It's very confusing. They need to do better, better world building here. This could have been a very cool movie. That's again, like yeah along with most of, like, the bad movies that we watch on this, I'm like, I can see, like, where some stuff, like, could have come together a bit differently and, like, really worked, but, like, this was just such a mess. Clearly, like, the fact that, like, you shouldn't have this many questions about a Ghost Rider movie. There shouldn't be... It should be fairly easy to explain right. whatever lore they want to explain. And I think they just genuinely did a bad job, which is unfortunate. Um, because, honestly, like, my only... I've never, like, read a Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider comic or anything. My main experience with Ghost Rider comes from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Great Ghost Rider. Yeah, and that's, um, why am I forgetting He should be name? in the movie. I agree. Uh, people but would, they probably won't. People would riot, because people do, like, the, the original Johnny Blaze. I'm really... What do you mean? Who's the original Johnny Blaze? This, like, the original Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze. There's been, like, oh, four Ghost Riders. Oh, his name isn't Johnny... Johnny? No. The one in the show is um I'm really blanking on it. But yeah, there's been a there's been a bunch of Ghost Riders. Johnny Blaze is just like the original one. And in Agents of Shield, Johnny Blaze like gives Obviously not the original. No, but he uh he like gives his power to Robbie Reyes in the show. So you see him for a second and people Reyes. are like, Oh yeah. Um and I really liked 
his character on Agents of Shield. I thought they like obviously you know it's not they didn't do a two hour movie so focusing angsty. on him, but he was angsty. Uh, I liked the car more than the motorcycle, and I liked the story with his brother. Yeah, so like I, I remember that, but I was like a big fan of that interpretation. Especially with like how good they managed to make a Ghost Rider character look on an well, ABC TV budget. Well, that's another cue. Which is <laughs> what did you think of the flaming skull? It's like very obvious that this movie came out in two thousand seven, but my main impression of it was just like you know what, if you're gonna do a Ghost Rider movie, you have to like, and you're doing this version of Ghost Rider, like fuck it, yeah, you have to do. The Flaming Skull. So I respect that they went all out for it. It doesn't It doesn't look great, but it could have looked so much worse, I think. I like, didn't like the voice, though. It was very distracting. And, like, I don't think... Even if it wasn't, like, that great CGI, like, I feel like because everything else was, like, not great, like, it just... If everything else had been good and it was like, oh, you know, the CGI wasn't that great, it would have been fine. yeah. No, also, I, I feel I like that. maybe like a, a flaming helmet instead mm-hmm. could have been better. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess like what I'm saying is I respect that they did that instead of like, I think a flaming helmet could have been like kind of a cop yeah. out and especially like a sign of this era of superhero movies right. and being afraid to commit. Like I was talking about in our last episode in Fantastic Four or actually two episodes ago. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Like everything... All the bad elements are dragging each other down, which is a shame. I also do think that you're really, like, doing Nick Cage a disservice by, like, having his face CGI'd out for most of the movie. Uh, I've seen, like, behind-the-scenes pictures, like, where he's, like, doing all of the scenes, like, with, like, makeup on, and he just looks completely deranged. Wow. As he he is. Um, But we don't, you know, when you're not seeing Nick Cage's face doing the kind of things that only Nick Cage's face can do, it, it's too bad. Because he was, like, a big draw for me, like, being interested in watching yeah. this. And I don't, you know, his, like, weird southern drawl was a choice. There were a lot of choices made. Well, yeah, it was, like, why would you get Nick Cage if you are going to, like, hide his face and voice for half the movie? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And he even stopped doing, like, the face, making faces when he changed, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, the first thing we changed was that was first 110% Nick Cage screaming, also like laughing in there a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I don't know why there was laughter. Extremely prolonged. No one said that that was not a note, I don't think. They probably like tried to say that, and then they're like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just use the take. I think the best part of the movie was the first 15 minutes. Yes. Was uh, like the whole pre prologue. Yeah, I liked it a lot. When we get classic Sam Elliott narration. Was he just, like, pigeonholed as, like, the narrator? I mean, with that voice, how could he not be? Yeah, but also, like, he's a good actor, too. I mean, they did use him more, obviously. But it's, like, I think ever since The Big Lebowski, it's just, like, that's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, it started off really strong with that. And, uh, you know, I liked, like, we we get, like, the lore about, like, the contract and, like, who the ghostwriter is. I was like, okay. Yeah, well, half-assed, but it was, you know, uh, could have been corny, but Sam Elliott's voice work, like, makes it better. I even like the interaction with 
the devil and him, like the contract, all that works for me. I do think that the devil in general looks like a Disney villain. Like he looks like he's from, it's very like childish. Like I'm the bad guy. I mean, I think, uh, Wes Bentley as Blackheart looks like a Twilight villain. He definitely looks like he's from Twilight. I thought he was. I thought he was one of the, uh, Voltaire, what is it called? Volturi people. Yeah. I don't know enough about Twilight to really. I I figured it out. The fans know. Uh, for my, like, yeah, comparing the Satan that we see here to the one from Constantine is, like, unfortunate. Because that's, like, still somewhat fresh oh, in my head. so good. And we just watched 22 Forgot Jump Street again, in which the actor from Constantine that plays the devil is in that, like, not a huge part. But I was just like, shit. And that guy, I mean, he's in what? Like, 10 minutes of Constantine, if that? He's so good. I, I mean, forgot about that. Yeah. You, it, you said it, and I didn't even really think about it. It makes such a good impression. So, of course, like, when... We had the focus in the beginning on why Johnny Blaze's dad won't stop fucking smoking cigarettes. I was like, "Oh, it's Constantine all over again." Yeah, <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't uh, bring like the anti-smoking PSA throughout the whole movie. No, like they cured him. Yeah, so that was so well. So did Constantine. <laughs> yeah, for different uh, outcomes. Um, Roxy's a terrible name. Yep. I think we should have just stuck Roxy. with Roxanne. Just Roxanne. Also, I really thought they were going to needle drop Roxanne. I bet they wanted to. At least to, for they, the credits. They must have been so tempted. They probably asked in they the They probably couldn't like, afford no. it. Yeah. Especially at that time. Um, I also like realized I had a note from early on in the movie where it's like right after, I guess right before... They make the deal. Satan and Johnny Blaze make the deal. He's like walking through the the carnival, and he like looks at like the uh, there's like a motorcycle, like like display, mm-hmm. and he's like far out. Oh yeah. And I was like, what's this all about? And then I was like, oh, the They're guy that's playing you what him. Year it is. Well, there's that, and also that's totally like a throwback because it's Peter Fonda playing the devil, and he was an Easy Rider. The iconic motorcycle movie. So. I didn't know that was Peter Fonda. Like Jane Fonda's dad? Uh, Jane Fonda's brother, I think. Yeah. And uh, Henry Fonda was the the dad. I get them them all confused. It's like the Skarsgårds, you know? Yes. The Skarsgårds and the Sarsgårds, you know? Actually, I think there's just one Sarsgård, but it's still confusing. Uh, a fixed budget in 2007 was just not keeping up. This was more about the f- the fire rain, like the acid rain yeah. coming down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it's pretty much in line with, with most of the stuff from this time. Oh, this. No. Well. I, like, let me go back to Fantastic Four, where they do have somebody on fire. That was 2004. Like, that was way... That was done way better. Like, those effects hold up better than these. Yeah. You don't that's think? True. I kind of hold them to the same esteem. But I do I think... I think Johnny... <laughs> different Johnny. Wow, Johnny's just <laughs> such a fired-up name. I mean, Johnny Blaze. Come on. Come on. Johnny Storm looks way better. Yeah. No, I do think I do think the the Human Torch one definitely edges out this stuff. But I think for some of the other effects that we see, um, no. no, okay. Personally, strongly disagree with you. That's fair. That's Personally, fair. Personally, no. 
Oh, man. Oh, uh, more questions in my notes. But do you have... I have a question. How did Johnny Blaze, like, surround himself with this entourage? This like, guy a... was also in Blade. Oh, really? Wait. And Grounded for Life. Never saw Grounded for Life. Who is he in Blade? He's like the, remember. he's in the first movie. He's like the one that keeps like not dying. He's like the oh, yeah, yeah, assistant yeah. dude. I remember because I was also talking about Grounded for Life when we watched that. Classic, of course. <laughs> but I don't think I could remember the name of it. It's just like his crew that he's with are like so. Like, I like him. He's looking out for him. He like well, really cares. Not the rest of the crew. The rest of no, the crew looks like they're gonna murder. That's kind of what I mean. Like when they're on the bus, yeah. like This guy is like and he, he was being annoying. He wouldn't change the TV channel. Well, like, sure. When Johnny wanted to watch his nature documentaries, the rest of them I'm like, yeah, you you hate Johnny's this guy. Johnny's a killjoy. That is true. Yeah, but he's he's no fun. No fun at all. Well, you know what he has fun with. His goddamn jelly beans. What was up with that? Does Nick Cage just really like jelly beans? Like, why was that a plot? I have no that was fucking like idea. So I have no idea. Troubling. I was troubled by the jelly beans. At least they didn't make them Skittles and name drop it. Too soon. <laughs> jelly beans is still like a name, isn't it? No, jelly beans are just jelly beans. They okay. It's like they didn't say they were like. Well, I was gonna say birdie bots, but no. Like, what's there's there's I a big jelly brand beans of, was like its own thing. No, no, no. I can like picture like the red, like font jelly belly. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. I guess. Yeah, yeah, but jelly beans are okay. You know. Fine, they're the tissue, <laughs> and jelly bellies is the Kleenex. Yes, that's what exa- I have to think exactly. About. Okay, exactly. either way, it was troubling to me. He was eating them in like a pudding, like crystal. He just And he know, had him on the tour bus too, and then they mentioned them at his house. Hey, the man loves his JBs. I just need to know, and I've already decided in my heart that that is a Nick Cage thing. I would also put my money on that. I'm gonna check real quick. Um but yeah, still That's I don't know. the mo- that's the biggest lingering question from all of us. Um Okay, I think there's a there's some fan theories, you know, on why he's uh he's doing this. I do think it was like primarily a character choice by Nick Cage because like comic Johnny Blaze is like a he's like smoking, he's like drinking, he's like a badass guy, and Nick Cage is like I wanted to like make him like a a tortured soul, you know. He's bummed that he made a deal with the devil and his dad died, so he's, he's like, like a wholesome good old boy, right? And uh. This this theory is that the jelly beans. This isn't really like, his, like say vice. why he. It, it's his vice, and also could be like a a bit kind of riffing on like the riders that like celebrities have for like weird shit. Like there's like some. I always right. forget. I it assume is, like, that it's in Nick Cage's rider that he has to have jelly beans. Yeah, I would totally believe it because like that is so that's that's low key for a rider clause. Like there's some crazy right. shit that people have requested. So. I do think it's a Nick Cage thing that he kind of like worked into the character. This isn't exactly the same thing, but a quick sidebar story. Story time. Um, now, this person didn't have a rider, but uh, former Maryland governor Marty O'Malley was coming to visit our school, our high school, and was coming to look at our technology program, which shout out Steve Wilson, my dad, was 
in charge of. And he knew that Martin O'Malley really liked salted almonds. So he had bowls of them around while he was like walking around and he was eating them the entire time. He was like talking to us about the computers and stuff. He's probably so hyped. He's like, oh my God. And my dad was just like, I knew. So proud of himself. I, I was like secret writer. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, man. So, I mean, it's a good snack. It is. Protein. Healthier than jelly cool. beans. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, he was governor at the time, I should say. <laughs> yeah, not ex-governor, just coming <laughs> Although I bet my dad would still have them all. <laughs> you never know. Um. My notes are so sparing, but I do have a couple that are, like, pretty broad. One of them is that the flashbacks in this movie are definitely, like, operating on the assumption that the viewers are acting like you and falling asleep in the movie because it's flashing back to shit that just happened. I Yeah, I have a note about this as well. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, like, you have to get rid of, like, your family and, like, your your love, and it, like, flashes back to him and Roxanne. I'm like, we just saw this. Who, we by the way, that this. actress, perfect lookalike to Eva Mendes. Yeah. Do you think she has, like, the... No. The birthmark? They put that no, on there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, spot on. Because, like, the more we watched it, I thought, like, uh, at first I was like, this is not a young Nick Cage at all. And then I was like, ah, okay. But the... Eva Mendes is... Yeah, they nailed it. Roxy. I also have the same gripe about the flashbacks. And this happened in another movie just recently that I was, like, yelling about. We don't need a flashback from the movie that we're watching. Ever. Never. You can call back to something. Maybe at the very end of the movie you can reference something in the beginning. But I still don't need a flashback. Yeah. I I just watched the movie. The only ways... For me, that a flashback works is like it's not the same because like this is like literally just showing the same footage again. But then you have something like in Ocean's Eleven, oh, where it's like, yeah. oh, here's this, but it changes and like here's what's right. Actually but happening. that's not even a flashback. No, it's not. It's not. It's not like someone remembering. Yeah, this is like. Yeah, no, this is literally. Yeah, just it's only the same helpful if you're again. telling it in a different point of view. Like, oh, you missed this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they do the same not, thing with, like, Knives Out. They, like, re-show the thing that happened. And it's like, oh, you missed it. No, I don't need a flashback to something that happened in the movie. Absolutely not. If you Especially want a flashback to something that we have never even heard of, maybe, like, the daddy-son relationship. Or San Vengenza. Well, we did get a little bit of that. Which was bit. fine. That was good. We, we could yeah. use a flashback for that. We could use a little bit more clarity, I could say. Sure could. But yeah, I, I just think it's like insulting and it's so stupid. It's padding out the movie. Like if you're banking on us caring about this relationship between the characters, then just like put it in the writing and not have to show us again. Like, oh, here's them as like teenagers in love. Like right. I don't need to we see saw it again. That. Just, the they movie's were kissing. Not... They were sad in the rain faces. We yeah. saw it all. Movie's not that long. My memory, I don't have a great memory, but it's enough. <laughs> it's enough. The most accurate thing I think from this movie is when they're like, Johnny Blaze doesn't do interviews. And I get why. I get why he doesn't do interviews. He's so bad at it. He is. He's not even, it's not even like he's trying to do the interview and failing. He's just like flagrantly. Like I get that just, it's special because it's her, but I feel like he's like, bad at but it. But like, dude, like if you actually respect Roxy, then maybe don't fucking tank her career Please, by just being Roxanne. like, how's your, how's your dad? 
Oh yeah, so many mentions to her dad, and we know we never even get to see him. Like, mm-hmm. why do we keep bringing this dude up? Because you know it's the it's the classic trope. I know? was hoping her dad was Sam Elliott. Full circle. That would have been a lot. I'm trying to figure out how that would possibly make sense, and I'm coming up short. Sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, but hey, this movie could have just done it and not explained it, <laughs> and just added to the list of questions. <laughs> also, like, does she just carry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see it. <laughs> what the Go fuck is that? It. Does Roxanne just carry around a magic eight ball all the time? <laughs> that is so weird. Now I was like, now I need a flashback. Did she have one at the beginning of the movie? I don't think so. This was so again troubled, troubled <laughs> by it. It was. I was so confused because. I mean, I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense. There's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. I'm trying to... I don't even think she asks the question out loud. I, but she's not happy with the answer. No. It's, it was so absurd. And honestly, when I just typed in Ghost Rider Magic 8-Ball, I've been linked to a Google Groups thread from 2007... Where this person is bitching about... Incredible. Um, what an incredible <laughs> sentence. She's like, because this is the modern real world, she checks her phone in Blackberry for message from. There are none there. Her next action pretty much defines not just the failure of this film, but of many other films, especially those based on fantasy material. She pulls a magic eight ball out of her purse. Not a miniature one that she may neurotically carry around, but a full-size right, magic eight ball. Right, like not a keychain. <laughs> I, I would say, like... It's too late in 2007. Maybe if it was like 2001, you could get away with that shit. It's so funny. This person is just like spot on with how I feel about it. They're like, in a movie where you want someone to be invested in this story, there's no room for this joke. They're like, even like in an ordinary romantic comedy, like Bridget Jones's Diary, it wouldn't work. There's no magic eight ball in any comic book adaptation that we consider good. X-Men, Batman Begins, etc. It's so funny. I mean, like, what the fuck was that? Like, what was that? Who came up with that idea? And why did they just drop it in there and not ever reference it again? I don't understand. I truly do not understand. And it's... This person was like, you pay too much attention. Which no. I think is the main flaw of our, our our investigation into this movie. We are just normal paying attention to this movie. <laughs> We're paying attention to what they're showing us. A magic eight ball. It's true. They also said that with a winky face, so. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> it's it's insane. I'd like to move on though. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we both had notes about that though, because that's what I'm gonna remember most about this movie. I felt like there were some Blade comparisons mm. with this movie. Yeah. In particular, the elementals felt like Vampire Posse. I was actually thinking like the same thing. I was like, what does this movie like remind me of? Because it's we said so much stuff about how it's like in the framework of the other movies of this time, like the ones that we watched and the ones that we haven't. But yeah, there's something... It's very it's, Blade. And because it's trying to do like a darker yeah. fantasy thing. It's like kind of anti-hero-esque. Like he's not your typical good guy. He's edgy. He takes himself so seriously. Yes. Like... And yet, like, 
what Blade managed to do, this movie fails on movie. every... Yeah. And some people, like, again, I, I acknowledge y'all out there that love Blade 2. I don't get it personally, but... And we also acknowledge the Blade 3 lovers. Those don't exist. Looking at one person. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I was kind of like in that in that in my head, but I was like it's unfavorable because like yeah, it just it's it aping Blade's formula. But like this movie, like I, it wouldn't have magically made it better. But if it had been magic rated, eight ball, made it better. <laughs> maybe they maybe they determined some plot decisions using a magic eight ball, and that's how we wound up here. And not that an R rating would fix things, but like it would help because like Blade prospered in that with the, the world that the characters were moving in and they didn't have to like censor themselves and they could like kind of like get in there. I didn't feel like it was like censored. No, I don't think so either. Like it, there was not a single scene in this where I was like, oh, well, it's it's rated PG-13 so they can't do that. But I just feel like if they had embraced some of that stuff. I think it needed more than that. That Well, I'm saying <laughs> that too. Like that is one baby step on the many it would need to become like a good movie. Oh. I straight up, we've talked about all my other notes already except one, but. Oh, I have a few. Yeah. We are over 50 minutes into the movie before Nick Cage goes full Nick Cage slash transforms Turns into, into Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider, the name of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Over 50 minutes. Which means this is a not quite two hour movie. So like, that's embarrassing. That's a bad ratio. That is way too much setup time. Like, a part of me is, like, not mad about it because I think the first half of the movie is way stronger than the second half. Like, I don't... I'm not invested once he does turn into Ghost Rider. But, like, if the movie's about Ghost Rider, like, it's just too long. So I was going to say, like, it's... Like, I agree. I agree because I think the plot was a bit more coherent. But, like, if it's a Ghost Rider movie, then fucking put Ghost Rider in it. And then make the Ghost Rider part engaging, too. Like, is that too much to ask? Mark Steven Johnson, whatever the director's name is. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, I have this, like, question, and I'm not exactly sure what I'm referencing. Like, something about, like, got to show he's still a good person. Something. And then also, he's, like, a Punisher guy, too. So yes. that was me. What The Punisher one I get, because he's, like... Our understanding he has, like, one mission is to take care of, you know, his bad boy son. Uh, he's been a naughty boy. But then, like, on his way back, he's like, oh, got to take this guy into hell. And I'm like, oh, so he's, like, also this, like, Punisher guy. But then what was the thing about, like, we have to still show he's, like, a good person? It was, like, something with that scene. He, like, does something, like, good. Wait, you were just... Sorry, I spaced out because I was, uh, like, the penance stare thing. Yeah, but something before that, where it's, like, we had to show he's still a good person. Like, talking about Nick Cage as Ghost Rider. They, he did something as Ghost Rider in that first outing where it was, like, see, he's still a good guy. And I don't remember what it was. It's, it, it, he, like, finds, he, like, sees the guy that's, like, beating somebody up, right? Yeah. And he's, like... Look into you, my eyes. Yeah, like, I know see. that part. But I thought that was it. Okay, maybe, maybe I, he just like saves that I woman. I thought he did that, and she gets away, and then that's like when he like wakes up, 
and he's with Sam Elliott. It was, like, right after. Yeah. I think that's all yeah, it was. Yeah, I just thought it was something before it, but, yeah, I guess that's all it was. Um, and you said it earlier, but, like, the, the whole thing with all of the f- religious undertones or overtones, really, it's, like, so Constantine about that. Yeah, but, like, it could never, you There's know. Just, it wishes it, ha- it had what Constantine had. I don't know what that realm is of, like, gothic, we have to have, like, these religious things to show how edgy we are. Like, I mean, the crow had it yeah. and, like... Yeah, it is, like, it's, like, gothic fantasy. Like, it, it, it hinges on, like, demons and religion and stuff. Like, that's what it is. I just feel like that lane, like, doesn't exist anymore. It... I mean, it really doesn't. I'm trying to think, like... There's too many atheists. <laughs> All goths are atheists now. But they would still watch a movie like this if you made it. They would still watch it, but who is writing it? Yeah, nobody's writing it. Well, because there's no room... There's no lane for that in modern superhero movies. Like, that... Yeah, that just doesn't really happen anymore. The closest we got, I guess, was, like, Moon Knight. And that's, like, not talking about, I also about have like, a Moon Knight reference. And that's not, like, our gods. You know, that's, like old school gods but like that's the only approximation i can think of that's come out like in the last 10 ish years unless i'm really missing something but yeah that's partly where i was like kind of flailing at like who's good and who's evil like we're talking about god but like there's no representation of like the opposite of satan in this world which i think is very odd constantine was the same way right no oh Gabriel. gabriel was there yeah well, and, and, shit. and Constantine was very, like, showing you, like, that this is not, like, a good versus evil thing. Like, yeah, like, Gabriel's being an asshole. So, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess this movie just, like, wasn't interested in getting that much into it. I guess they were just like, this is Satan. <laughs> and he can't go into churches. Yeah, I was like, working for the devil seems bad. It, I seems mean, like a bad thing. I mean, yes. But, like, he's also supposed to be good. Yeah, well, I guess who's like, determining the movie it? totally like fumbles like the redemption move, which is the whole thing is like Ghost Rider like has this burden to bear, but chooses to use it for good. But like because so much of this movie is spent how it is, like we don't we kind of like miss that because he gets one scene where he's like, "I'm going to do good, and you can't stop me." Right, but, but like, we don't know what that's going to look but, like. Yeah, because he has because he you're really still going to have... be sending people to hell. I feel like with your eyes. Right. Also, He's didn't he souls. give the devil all of those people anyway? I don't... He did the eye thing. He did the eye thing to... And he to, had all of black... the souls in him. That's how he was no. able to destroy him. Yes. Because but, all of those souls inside of him were burning up. That was the whole crux of it. Like, I'm going to give you all these souls and then I'm going to do my thing. Uh, let's see. Let's see. So Big D's like, I kind of won anyway, you know? That's true. I don't know. It's so stupid. Like, I, I, I don't really know. Like, I wasn't, it clearly didn't click enough. And like, that's on me for like not paying enough attention and taking enough notes. But like, this movie just, I was, I struggled. This is like, honestly, like one of my least enjoyed movies that we've watched for the show. I was just like, I was struggling the whole time. I was happy when we took a break because I was like, I need a breather. (laughs) I needed to get up. I have like two or three more notes. Um, 
there I did feel like there was a Moon Knight comparison obvi with like Ghost Rider persona and then like you wake up yeah. daytime nighttime yeah not mad about that no like I think that's cool and I I wish they had like I you know it's not like it's like an unreasonable reaction for Roxanne you know to have being like you're crazy that's mostly when I was asleep but <laughs> yeah. I was also just, like, this is, like, really tired. Like, I know, like, what's going to happen. Like, oh, like, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. And then, like, does, and then, of course, like, tells them, and she doesn't believe him. And I'm just, like, just once I want, like, someone to just, like, buy into it, you know? Just be like, yep, I'm on board. I, I get it. I get it. Like, I read all about this on the internet. It was just, like, a very, it's a very played out plot. And it, yeah. even though it's, like, has this, like, supernatural twist on it. I'm like, at the end of the day, this is, like, any, like, superhero secret identity, like, miscommunication, like... And nowadays, like, secret identities are not common. Right. So it's, like, it's tired. And I think, like, the more... We, we just, like, watch so many origin stories and stuff where it's, like, okay, like, I fucking get yeah. it. Yeah. It makes me happy that we don't really bother with that these days. I mean, I think it's still kind of fun. It's kind of fun, but it, like, introduces, like, so much, like, artificial drama. Well, I like it for, like, things like Spider-Man where you want the hijinks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what you want from that movie. I agree. You want, like, like, low stakes hijinks. And I was definitely, like, kind of annoyed. But he wasn't, it's not even, like, meant to be a secret in this. It's not like I have a secret identity. It's like, this thing's kind of happening to me. Yeah, no, it's it's different. It, It just reminded me of that. Um, Naughty Boy is definitely an only child. Yes. He's like, give it to me. I said, give it to me. (laughs) Daddy, love me. Only child energy. (laughs) Sorry to the only children out there. You know what you did. Um, okay. I forgot about this question. Oh. (laughs) This is my last one. Big one, big one. They keep talking about (laughs) how, like, he's fallen, the devil has fallen, and now Naughty Boy has fallen, like fallen from grace, essentially. But like, you're the devil. Where have you fallen from? Like, are we actually talking like legit Bible references? Like, because you know Hades was like at the left side of God, and he did fall, and like that's why he's like God of the underworld. Or are they like you used to be like, or is it like less? Like, I don't know. I, They're I just legitimately like, have no idea. When you fell, he's fallen. Like, fallen angel. I I guess they, they are talking about, like, when he... Also, like, I got all my metaphors was, like, mixed up. I was going with gods heaven. and, like, god, G-O-D. I mean, like, the only G. thing that makes sense to me is, like... Lucifer, that's his name. Okay, yeah. That's what I meant, big, not big Hades. L. That's a different story. Same plot, but different story. <laughs> different hell demon. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me is, like, the referring to, like, fallen angels. Like, he was an angel, now he's a But hell. they're saying it like it's a bad thing. And I'm like, well, you guys are baddies. Maybe don't you like want to be fallen? happy about it. I don't know. Maybe they're just like, we fucked up, and now we're stuck here working for this dickhead. But, but that dickhead fell. That was the whole thing is that that's why he doesn't have just, any powers. Just a bunch of dominoes. I don't know what that means. I really don't. I have Griffin, no. find out about jelly beans <laughs> and fallen guys and the magic eight ball. Oh, look, I, 
I'm like on the uh, Wikipedia trying to find like some, you know, I don't I don't know if production was troubled. I think they just made a bad movie, so there's not as much like juicy background information. Um, but I am just gonna see what other random shit I find. Um, yeah, because that's that's all I got on this one. Well, before I start to like get into the weeds, that is me just reading off the Wikipedia page. When we are at the end, or right before the end, before we get to San Vincenza, and we're like oh, doing with the, Sammy? the ride through the desert, I'm like, they had, in my opinion, like a really cool option where they could have made the entire thing like Western yeah, tinged. That would have been. We had to cool. do a full Western. Like, we didn't need to be like in some desert town the entire time. But like, the, the opportunity was there. That's a really and good it, idea. And it works because, like, you associate motorcycles with just, like, riding across, like, big, like, vast spaces, like the desert, like where Sam Elliott's hanging out. And <clears throat> except for the movie that we're going to cover next week on the pod, I can't think of very many superheroes that, like, are in that realm. And it would have given this movie, like, a lot more of an identity because, like, we're basically in... Uh, what city? Like, unclear. Like, Houston, San Antonio. Yeah. Like, it's just, I. it was so, like, the tone of it was just so lifeless. It was just, like, every other generic, yeah. like, just plopped in a random city with... With a no, bad area. That's where he lives. And right. he doesn't have a lock on his bike. For idiot. Like, come on. I just think, like, it was cool. Like, surely the producers that did this were not the risk-taking type, so they chose to like make like a lot of safe bets but i think that would have been really cool like you have sam elliott just like embrace it and it could have been like at least memorable for that well like have the city for like the donny blaze stuff and then like he wakes up and he's like in the desert yeah and then just hang out there you know yeah yeah i just think that would have been like really really neat you know yeah because they did like the old church and then like that the town at the end is like a a really great set piece yeah yeah so missed opportunity i mean this movie is full of them but um, Johnny Depp wanted to play the lead. He probably would have been fine. And he would this, have been good. For this era of him, but that... It's like, is well, he in it's, the middle of doing Pirates? Uh, yeah, Pirates came out in 2005, I think. Damn. So that so, would have been weird, but confusing uh, for the public. Definitely. They thought about Eric Bana, but they chose to cast him in Hulk instead. Oh, well, you know what? let those cards fall where they may, yes. you know? Yes, indeed. We'll be getting to that film at some point. We will. And not too long, I don't think, either. Um, yeah, so, you know, they, they got they got uh, Nick Cage to do it, and the director claimed that the only person that they ever considered to play Johnny Blaze was Nick Cage, but I don't think that's true. Uh, Cage wanted the film to be rated R, the villain was originally going to be a Marvel character named Scarecrow that they oh. got rid of because they didn't want audiences to confuse him with Batman Begins yeah, Scarecrow, that which had would have just, just recently come out. Come out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wes Bentley was cast as Blackheart because he'd been introduced to the director via Colin Farrell, who was memorably in Daredevil. Was he? He was Bullseye, who Which literally had a bullseye on his forehead in that version. Is Colin Farrell, like, hot Colin Farrell or, like, king? <laughs> hot Colin Farrell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Colin Firth, that's the other one. Yeah, Colin Firth, not Colin Firth. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know. This it's just like there's nothing exciting about this movie. Like not even the production is exciting. I guess this is interesting. Um, 2007 was a weird time. It, it was, wasn't it? They filmed. They started filming this in Australia, which I think is odd. Not no, what I would have expected. Not, I, I mean, just not really, because I think a lot of movies film in uh, New Zealand and Australia. Hmm. That's true. They were going to like film the the scene with the stunt jumping. Wait, what? Johnson originally planned to film before an audience at the Dockland Stadium, but instead opted to create a crowd using computer-generated imagery. Cheaper. But, like... Maybe. So what? Like, all the... What about the close-up shots that we saw of, like, the audience? Well, those could still be real people. Well, those were real, but I'm like, I don't even know what they're referring to. Just, like, the wide shots, I guess? Yeah, like, when he's doing the thing in, uh, like, later, as an adult, when he does make the... Oh, yeah. Duh. Um, apparently it was just like a lot to, to pull off the effects, you know, but I also just think like the whole, they bit off more than they could chew. They definitely did. And it's so hard for me to like take the aesthetics of Ghost Rider seriously. Cause there's like this, uh, there's a subreddit called the pack in all caps that just like every single post there is like pictures of like skulls and like you know, quote unquote, like badass shit. Like you'd see like painted on the side of a, of a car of someone who drinks like a lot of Bud Light and goes to monster truck rallies. And it's just people being like, hell yeah, brother with like flaming skulls. And like, that's, that's Ghost Rider to a T. Like he turns his, his bike into, oh, it has chains and it's like a right. flaming skull. And I'm like, all right, man, <laughs> like get it. He's one Ed Hardy t-shirt away from this being the most 2007, a superhero movie could have been. They should have just gone for it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they basically did. They they did. They basically did. Okay. But uh, yeah, this was a as you can tell, this is this is a tough one for Griff. A snoozer. Yeah, yeah. We had to break it up, you know. First first sub two hour movie to need an intermission. <laughs> I feel like we took a little one for end game. We may have. I think we like made dinner. Like went to the, the bathroom. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Afforded the luxuries of what we could not do in theaters, you know. All right. Well, <laughs> even talking about it's making me so, yawn. So I'm about to pass out on the mic. Well, we hope you enjoyed us uh, ragging on this one. Um, as I say about any movie that we watch, shitty or not, I'm sure there's some if you diehard have, fans. If you have answers to any of these questions, would love to hear them. Would love for you to write into into the superverse at gmail.com. Please. Yeah, if you're like sitting there screaming, being like, you fucking idiots, this co- the contract of San Vengenza was explained right there where we were either on our phones or asleep, hit us up. And while you're at it, please, if you haven't already, drop us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time. We are out, out of, of the, the superverse. superverse.